Good morning, everyone. It is time for Car Thoughts with Dave. And what episode are we on? It is episode 33. Can you believe it? 33 episodes. Wow. I mean, I couldn't do it without you guys. You know, without you guys listening, without you guys supporting me, leaving, you know, reviews and feedback. And, uh, of course, you know, if you, you have time to leave me a review on... Um, on iTunes, that would be fantastic because their algorithm works on how many stars you have. So I really don't even care what you put in the review. Um, you could put, you know, David smells funny, your favorite flavor of ice cream, what your favorite color is. You know, I really don't care. Um, the only important part uh, and what helps me show up better in the searches is the five stars. So I would really appreciate that, guys. And as you know, you can support the show on either Patreon or um, through Anchor directly by searching Car Thoughts with David, and you'll see my white Volkswagen Passat. And uh, yeah, so you can also follow me on social media on, uh, on Twitter, it'll be at Car Thoughts Dave. On Facebook, it'll be Car Thoughts with David. And uh, that's the reason why the difference in name there is because Twitter only allows you to have a 15-character username, not a 16. So I had to shorten it from David to Dave. Um, I had to cut something, and I figured if I messed with the spelling of, like, thoughts or with or car, um, (laughs) there might be a problem. So I figured, why not shorten my name? It's easy enough to figure out uh, the shortening of that. So... At any rate, um, yeah, so if you want to send me ideas, reach out, ask me questions, or suggest thoughts that I might have while I'm in my car. Like, for instance, as you heard on episode 30, um, I talked about craft coffee and local coffee shops and how they could threaten Starbucks because more people would would prefer to go to places that have better coffee, that have a better coffee experience. Um, than a mainstream place, you know. That's why small businesses do so well. I mean, I don't shop at Walmart because I don't like a place that goes into a a city and destroys their entire small business culture and even medium-sized businesses and, in some cases, large-sized businesses. Um, So I don't support them because I would rather spend more money going anywhere else um, because I, you know, we... You know, we need to support small businesses. But at any rate, um, I do actually have like a little coffee short story to tell you guys about. It's kind of interesting to me anyway. Um, So going to a coffee shop yesterday and uh, usually I try and park on the street. I didn't see any street parking, um, which of course everyone's meter was expired with the exception of like two or three people. So technically there should have been street parking. Because while I sit in the coffee shop, I saw the parking people writing like six or seven tickets on people's cars um, uh, for expired meters. So technically there should have been parking for me. Uh, These people uh, will have a unpleasant surprise when when they got out to their car. Um, But at any rate, um, so I went and parked in the parking garage, which the coffee shop does validate the parking for that parking garage. But I don't really like parking there because almost all the spots are compact. 
even though, you know, big, huge trucks and SUVs park in them because where else are you going to park? If you have to park in that parking garage, you got to make it fit because almost all the spots are compact. So I pull in and I, I just, I find a spot, thankfully, between a car and then there's a post. There's a support beam. Um, so I didn't have two cars directly beside me because I might not have been able to get out of my car, even though I'd only drive a Volkswagen Passat, but these are teeny tiny spots. Um, so I'm, I get pulled in, I get out of my car, I go to the coffee shop, have my coffee. Um, my wife and one of her coworkers was there, so we sat there and talked for a little while. And I was like, you know what, my phone's dying, I've got to go. You know, I, I need to get home anyway, I've got to get cleaned up. <clears throat> and I've got some work to do. So, you guys have fun. See you later. I'm going home. So, I'm backing out of the parking spot. And I'm trying to watch everything around me and make sure I don't hit the car. Because the car beside me was a Tesla uh, Model S. You know, super expensive car. So, I definitely didn't want to hit that. So, I definitely didn't want to hit the cars behind me. I definitely didn't want to hit any vehicles. Which I succeeded in greatly. What I did not succeed in is when I was backing up, apparently I turned my steering wheel just enough that I was going a little bit at an angle coming out and caught my side view mirror. <laughs> so um, it is fine. It's got some scuffs on it and it did crack the actual glass um, like about an inch uh, from the farthest edge in is uh, cracked. But beyond that nothing major and by the time I finally got the car stopped I, I caught the edge of the pillar with my uh, wheel well and so I stopped I stopped I'm like okay get the car go forward a little bit get the car straightened back out and get back out you know and um, you know I should have known <laughs> I should have realized because it was such a tight spot and really, quite frankly, what I should have done is drove around the block and found street parking somewhere because I'd much rather parallel park, which I know that might sound weird because a lot of people hate parallel parking, but I don't. Um, I, uh, my wife actually taught me how to parallel park because in North Carolina, it's not even something they teach you. It's not in the driver's ed classes. It's, um, or at least it wasn't in mine. They might have it now, but it was not in my driver's ed class. It was not something that my driving instructor taught me. It was not something that I had to practice at the DMV. Um, they, they just don't care. Chances are you're not going to parallel park. But my wife, being from San Jose, or well, living in San Jose and San Francisco area, when we met, you know, she had to uh, learn how to parallel park and she had to be damn good at it. So, you know, that kind of, uh, she helped me understand some tricks because when I was out there, if she'd let me drive her car, I had to get into these tiny parallel parking spots. And so she showed me how to do it. So, um, but anyway, you know, and normally what would happen if something like that, and this is actually the moral of the story. I was just telling you the story to get to that part or to get to this part. Um, normally if I would have done something like that and busted my, uh, the glass in my rear view mirror, I would have been ticked. I would have been upset. I would have been yelling at myself. I would have been freaking out because, oh gosh, I, 
I'm going to have to replace that. What am I going to do? You know, how could I have been so stupid? Whatever. And um, I feel like it's a lot of growth and change that I've made, you know, as a result of being, um, you know, doing what I've been doing over the last couple of months, like doing this podcast and the writing and everything and, and just finding that inner peace within me. Um, as I do things that I actually want to do and find found hobbies and side hustles to do. But, you know, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So once I got my car out of the spot and got turned to the point where I was going to start going straight, I rolled down my window right quick. I straightened my mirror. I popped the plastic back into place because the little plastic molding that you take off to take the mirror apart uh, was loose. So I popped that back on. And I uh, drove home, you know, and it was a little bit of a long drive home because uh, there was some really crazy traffic on the freeway. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it was fine. I didn't get upset. I felt kind of embarrassed, you know, because normally I'm very attuned to everything that's around me when I'm in my car. And this is the first time I've ever actually done anything like that where I've, you know, ever. I mean, I've been driving for, let's see, I got my license, well, I got my learner's permit at 15, um, and I'm 37, so I've been driving for 22 years, and I've never hit an inanimate object and broke something on my car. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is a first. So, you know... What, what do you do? But at the same time, I feel kind of proud of myself at the same time because I didn't get mad. I didn't freak out. I didn't be like, ah, you know, this is terrible. How could this have happened? You know, such bad luck, blah, blah, blah. I didn't do any of that either. I was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, broke my mirror. Meh. You know, and that was it. And that's what we've got we've to realize in life in a way is, you know, things happen. We make mistakes every day. You know, stupid things happen. You know, we we don't think through our actions. Like, for instance, I shouldn't have parked in the parking garage because I don't like it. And probably because I have that negative preconception of it, you know, I'm a little bit more tense when I'm getting in and out of a spot because I'm freaking out so much because all these cars are so close. And, you know, that that took my focus or, or changed my focus to the point where I made a mistake like that. So, you know, all these things happen in life, but the important part is, and I apologize, this actually wasn't even what the show's about, but this is what the show's going to be about. So (laughs) I had a totally different idea in mind and it's kind of evolved, but from me telling this short story. Uh, so I'll try and do tomorrow what I was going to do today. But anyway, um, yeah, so you know, the important part is just rolling with it. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. The mirror's got a couple cracks in it. Um, I'm going to eventually replace it, you know. I mean, it's not so bad where I can't use the mirror. It's it's just the very, very tip edge of the mirror. Um, the important part that I use that mirror for is to help me find my blind spots because um, I actually don't even have the mirror turned out as much as most people do. I have it turned out where I can actually see my back, uh, the back of my car, the line of my car, and to catch blind spots. Because, you know, if I turn my head, I see the the break in between my 
uh, front and rear door on the driver's side, so I use that so I can look down the line of my car and see what's right beside me. So, if it's anything beyond that, usually because I'm old-fashioned and I was, I was trained to drive by my parents who, you know, did that, you know, I use the, I turn my head and look, you know, I, I, um, make sure that, you know, I'm clear before I get over in a lane, and so, and they've taught me a lot of really great trip, tricks about, you know, how to measure distances and stuff, using the angles of the mirrors, things like that, so you know how far ahead of somebody you are, so you know it's safe, um, so yeah, but at, at the same time, you know, I couldn't go back in time and unbreak my mirror, move forward and be like, oh, okay, well, cool, I backed out correctly this time. So, you know, I just kind of, I, I rolled with it. And, and uh, it's really awesome that, to me, that I've grown to the point where I didn't freak out or go crazy or be like, ah, or jump on social media and be like, I can't believe this, this is so stupid. You know, I broke my mirror or, you know, I hit a pose, uh, 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 you know, and, and broke my mirror, you know, none of that. I mean, nobody actually knows. I mean, heck, my wife doesn't even know because, quite frankly, I haven't had time to talk to her since this happened because when she got home, I was getting ready for bed. And um, as soon as I walked into the living room and I was going to tell her, um, my mother-in-law called and had a question about uh, how to set Google Photos to autosave on her friend's Android phone. And they called me. So, thank goodness I have an Android tablet, because otherwise I would have had no idea. Because um, I'm an Apple guy. And, you know, that's just simply because I was a cell phone technician for Verizon for a very long time. I used to take, when I worked in the call center, I used to take over 100 phone calls a day uh, from level 2 technical support phone calls. And most of those phone calls were people having problems with their Android phones. You know, this wouldn't work, that wouldn't work, it kept crashing, whatever. And so, I did ha have several Android phones, and I eventually switched over to iPhone because of all those calls I got, you know, and I would tell people this, you know, because they're like, why don't you carry an Android, they're the greatest phone ever. And I said, listen, I take phone calls every single day by the hundreds, you know, of Android users who are having problems with their phones, and I spend all day fixing and working on Android phones. When I get home, I just need a phone that works. I just need something that, no matter what, it's gonna work. It's not gonna give me any error messages, and if it does give me errors, nine times out of 10, it's the application and the application developer, not the phone itself. Like, for instance, Anchor. I have had several problems with Anchor couple weeks ago and that's why my episodes didn't come out until later in the day or I had to repost them because you know the app kept crashing on me and I eventually had to go remote into my personal computer since the episode did upload and then I had to go there and create the episode and publish it and it was a problem with the app they released an update and I haven't had a problem since so with an Android phone, you can't always have that guarantee. It could just be freaking out because some part of its internal OS is crashed. Um, so, you know, it's not that I don't like Android. I love Android. It's a great system. 
but for reliability, I carry an iPhone, and then I have an Android tablet. You know, something I don't have to rely on, you know, for phone calls and stuff, because at the end of the day, a cell phone's primarily still for, you know, making calls. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so at the end of the day, you know, I didn't get upset about it. I rolled with it, and... Um, it's something I'm trying to get better at in all aspects of my life, and I think really everyone needs needs to do that is is to not freak out, not let things get to you because that you can't change. You know, if you can change it, if you can make a change, by all means, go for it. You know, but if it's something that you can't do anything about, what's done is done. It's in the past. It's un undoable, or whatever. <laughs> um, I think I put too many uns in then then just roll with it you know fix it move on you know fix the mistake move on damage control you know triage you know just go out there make the best of it and keep on trucking i mean i don't care my car's got a couple couple scratches on it i I work in charlotte (laughs) my back bumper already has scratches on it from where people have hit me and just left you know where well my car was parked you know, um, and I come out and I'm like, oh, look, there's a new scuff on the back of my bumper. I wonder who that was. And that was from parallel parking, you know, because I generally do street parking. And, um, <clears throat> and yeah, so here I was. Look, oh, I've got new scuffs. Somebody must have had trouble parallel parking and hit my car and didn't leave any insurance information to get my bumper repainted. So, you know, it is what it is. I can't change it. I can't do anything about it. So, you know, yeah, my car is not the prettiest, but that's not the point. The point doesn't still get me from point A to point B, and having a couple scratches in the paint is not going to prevent that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I get upset about stuff at work. Who doesn't? You know, everywhere you work, if you work for a major corporation, unless you just happen to have your dream job, Um, If you work for a major corporation, you get frustrated at work because of processes that don't make sense, uh, implementations that don't make sense because the people that make the decisions on how you should be doing your job have no earthly idea actually how you do your job. And so you sit there and you're like, who came up with this stupid idea? This doesn't make any sense. You know, why would we do it this way? That's not going to work. People aren't going to like that. Um... You know, and so we deal with stuff like that every day, but it's things we can't change. So that's really been the biggest struggle in my life right now. Overcoming is not letting stuff like that get to me, not letting changes that um, are made by other people to affect how I do my job. And, um, you know, I feel like I'm getting better at that somewhat. You know, it's. Uh, so that's my current focus and my current area of focus is not letting those things get to me. Um, because like I said, everyone has that. I mean, my dad used to complain about his job all the time when we would, when I would meet him and my mom for breakfast. And I'm like, seriously, dad, you're telling me the exact same thing that, you know, that goes on at my workplace and the job I do is, you know, I'm not in manufacturing and you are, and you know, that's, it's probably true for everyone and so I mean thankfully like I've said in a previous episode he's pretty close to retiring I'm not so he'll stop complaining about work but he's pretty close to retiring because uh, with with systems automations that are coming online 
Um, you know, there's so many things that need to change. Um, you know, as far as processes and um, how things are built and how things are manufactured and it's just a matter of time before automation catches up to the automotive trucking manufacturing industries you know where they don't need people at all for these jobs because really probably the biggest thing right now that that is getting saving people from losing their jobs to automation is the fact that you know we're uh we're at a point where having human workers is cheaper than having robotic workers so or some in some cases the machinery has not yet been invented so you know like I said, for that reason, I'm glad that he is close to retirement age, because that way he doesn't have to worry about being laid off and getting out of work, though he does have a pretty good skill set. It's just not something that, you know, I'd like to have to deal with with an, you know, aging father. So with that being said, folks, um, I hope you enjoyed what I talked about. I, like I said, I did not intend to talk about this, but at the same time, um, I kind of went on with it, and you know, I think it's a valuable talk, uh, thing to talk about. So, again, you know, please feel free to reach out on social media, and uh, have a great day. And uh, car thoughts out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.